Every morning testify you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Every morning testify you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Hallelujah. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Emmanuel, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Omega, you are good. Hallelujah, everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Omega, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Hallelujah, everybody testify. You are good. You are good, Jehovah. You are good. Everybody testify. You are good. 
You are good, Omega. You are good. Everybody testify. You are good. You are good, Omega. You are good. Everybody testify. You are good. You are good, Jehovah. You are. Hallelujah, everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Omega, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Omega, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. Everybody testify, you are good. You are good, Jehovah, you are good. We have come again. We have come again, God, we have come again. Holy Ghost, we have come again. Come again. Oh, we have come again. Oh, we have come again. Oh, Lord, we have come again. Holy Ghost, we have come again. Come again. We have come again. Oh, we have come again. Lord, we have come again. Holy Ghost, we have come again. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we bless your name, Holy Spirit of God. We, we thank you for your presence always in us. And we believe you, God, for what you have done, what you say you will do, and what we believe you must do. Thank you for answering prayers. Thank you for confirmation of your word. Thank you, Lord. I pray that anyone and everyone under the influence of your message this moment, through your humble servant, that you may bless such individual, such families, such group of listeners, such couples that have come together to join us in worshiping you, celebrating you and testifying of your goodness, <clears throat> proclaiming that Jesus Christ is Lord. We worship you and we are so excited for the move of God. From right here in the Moisewa to the rest of the world, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Oh, my God.
Almighty God, our generation shall praise your name. My generation shall worship you. We worship you, God. We worship you, God. Thank you, Father, for you are faithful. Our generation will praise you. Our generation will worship the only true wise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I feel touched each time we proclaim this declaration of faith that our generation will worship Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you. For those of you joining live, I can see a lot of people on Instagram that are with us live. I want to bless God for you. And uh, for those of you on other social media platforms, on YouTube channel, um, Facebook, we want to bless God for your life. And uh, for those that will come back after uh, the live broadcast to listen, my prayer is that you be blessed. 
This is the word of God. One thing about the gospel, the gospel is, a, is good news. Each time the gospel comes to you is a declaration of God's goodness. And I tell people, the reason why you are going through your moment of bitterness in life is because God has not spoken to you. Because when God speaks, he changes captivity. God is not the person that speaks to remind you or to accuse you of your, you know, using your past to accuse you, to demoralize you. No, but whenever he speaks, he changes captivities. He, he uses your mess to give you a message. That's the God I serve because he is a righteous God, a righteous judge. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to thank all of you. Um, today we're going to be speaking on a very interesting topic, but before we do so, I want to appreciate uh, all the subscribers, all the evangelists we have online. I call each and every one of you uh, evangelists because through you the gospel is preached. Like I said, we are here to depopulate the kingdom of darkness and populate the kingdom of heaven. So I want to encourage you, if you're on the YouTube channel, uh, uh, channel, please subscribe. So whenever we are live, you get a notification. And after listening, I encourage you to share the gospel to someone else. Bless someone's life. You don't know whom you are saving. You don't know what that person you are sending the message to is going through at that moment. If you're on, uh, uh, on Facebook platform, you can like the page. We are under my Never My Hero page and fan fellowship page as well. <clears throat> so if you are on these platforms, please spread the gospel. Uh, social media is a platform to preach the gospel. It's a platform to do many things. It all depends on what you want to use it to. You can use it to showcase your talent. You can use it to showcase your wealth. You can use it to showcase your goodness or whatever you want. You know, it's, it's a free world, but we choose to profess the living Savior, the living Christ, to preach and to spread the gospel. And so I want you to join us to do so. So I want to thank you all for you have made me better. Each time I hear from you, listen to your feedbacks, it makes me better. And those of you listening from Spotify through our um, podcast, I bless God for your life. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for making us better. <clears throat> and I want to bless our last... Um, week guest on Thursday, a woman of God that was here to share life-challenging life experience when her faith confronts her facts. Uh, in the person of Dr. Stephanie Zebra, um, I'm privileged to be her husband, to God be the glory. So I'm so happy that she was here and uh, she spoke um, and gave some touching testimonies. I, I was so scared. I thought she was going to cry. You know, she was going to get emotional. But at some point, I realized I was the one getting emotional. But thank God, um, it all ended in praise. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so today, I have this question that I want to ask. Why is it that it's so easy for us to say we serve God? It's easy. For anybody to come on social media and say, God bless you, and people will respond. But when you say, I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ, people will get irritated and say, who the hell are you talking about? 
who is Jesus Christ. You know, so why <clears throat> is it so that we are very restrictive mentioning the name of Jesus Christ that is so easy for us to mention God? Does it mean that Jesus is not God? Is that, are we trying to be so apologetic to tell people, oh, sorry, Jesus is not Christ because I can't prove that he is Christ, that he is God. Have you believed that narrative that says that Jesus is not Christ? In that, so it's easy for you to say, God bless you, but you can't mention Jesus. I don't know how many of you that can mention the name of Jesus, wherever you are. I just want you to say that to you, just profess it and uh, confess that Jesus is the Lord and Jesus is our personal savior, amen. Because that's what he is. And what, where am I gonna speak on this topic? Because I had an encounter <clears throat> with a scientist a while ago here in Des Moines and uh, he believed in God. He believed in God, but he did not believe in the person of Jesus Christ and he gave his reason. And he told me that it's a false claim by Christians when we said that Jesus was born of a Mary, of a virgin rather, it's impossible scientifically. It's not possible and we have not proven it to be true according to him. But he said he was quoting the scriptures. I was shocked. He was quoting the scriptures to make his point that Jesus is a fictional story. It never happened. That the birth of Jesus was not something that was conceived. Just like that, because scientifically, he couldn't prove it, that it was so. Then I asked him a very simple question. As he was speaking, thank God for the unction of the Holy Spirit, because sometimes it's better to be silent than responding to some issues. But because it's about someone's life, someone's life needed to be saved. And encountering him, despite with his intelligence, his academic qualification, that when it comes to Jesus, it's not just about your academic qualification. It's easy to, be a, to have a PhD in science or whatever, that you lack the understanding of the scriptures. And I asked him, you believe in God? He said, yes. Why do you believe in God? He says, he's a supernatural being. God is a spirit. I said, oh, you believe God is a spirit? I said, yes. I said, do you believe that God created the earth? He said, yes. That he believed that God made the earth. I said, perfect. That's what I want to know. If you believe that God made the earth, then why is it you don't believe that Mary conceived? Why is it possible for you, impossible to believe that Mary conceived? The same way the earth was created. He puzzled and looked at me. I said, yes, God never changed. The Bible says he changed not. He is the same yesterday. He's the same today, and he is the same forever. So why are you trying to change 
that narrative, if you believed that God created the earth, but you did not believe that Jesus came into this world the same way he made the earth. It's very simple. God is not a man. Before we go into the scripture, I just want to bring your understanding very closer. So when we read the scripture, it will be very easy because I believe this might be the shortest summer on this platform to God, to the glory of God. So I just want to bring our understanding very closer to the understanding of the word of God before we read it. God is not man. If man had created the earth, the earth would have been formed by man, molded. You know how sculptors, how they mold things? That's how this earth would have been molded. But Genesis 1 reminded us that the earth was created through the spoken word of God. God created the earth through the spoken If God could say, the Bible says, there was darkness in the face of the earth. And God spoke, let there be light. That was the first thing that God did because there was darkness and he spoke. God did not generate power from the riverside. God did not generate electricity or use solar panels to generate light out of his spoken word. Light. There was light. And the Bible says, Darkness could not comprehend light. Darkness could not comprehend light. So everything God made, he made through his spoken word because he is a spirit. But there's something interesting. I said the last time we met, I said, sin became a reproach. After creation, the moment we sinned, God stopped talking to us directly, and he began to speak to us indirectly through the angels. Nobody in the Old Testament witnessed or heard directly from the angel, from God. God spoke to the angels. The only time someone was privileged to encounter God was Abraham through Melchizedek, the prince of peace that had no beginning. That was Jesus in the Old Testament, and Abraham encountered him. But the moment we sin, before sin came, how did God make, how did God create man? Genesis 1.26 told us that God said, let us make man. Let us. It wasn't a singular thing. He said, let us make man in our own image. Now, other creation, we are done by his main spoken word. But when it was time to create man, God said, let us make man in our own image and likeness. So, male and female, he made in his image and likeness. He took his time and he made man. The same way Jesus came, he said, let us make man. Let us make man in our image and likeness. When you read Genesis chapter 1, 26, I believe, to 31, you will get a clear understanding about God and how Jesus 
was involved in the creation. For the sake of those trying to distinguish or separate the fact that Jesus is God and God is Jesus, I'm going to explain to you. Now, let's go to uh, John chapter 1. John chapter 1 from verse 1. Amen. Amen. John chapter 1 from verse 1. The Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, I'm going to pause in verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word. So Jesus was the spoken Word of God, and the Holy Spirit became the active force of God's spoken Word. Jesus was the spoken Word of God. Now verse 2 says, He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. Easy. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made. Nothing was made that was made. So without Christ, without Jesus, we wouldn't be here. The scientists wouldn't be here. Now the Bible says in verse 4 of the same first John, sorry, John chapter 1, in him was life, and the life was the light of God of man. Note, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. The spoken word that became light that darkness could not comprehend. That word that was spoken, the first word God released was the light that darkness could not comprehend. And the light was life. And the light was the light of men. And five says, and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. How I love this. He says, and that light shines in darkness and darkness <clears throat> did not comprehend it. I just want you to understand that in reality, a woman does not give life. In reality, a woman, a mother, or a wife does not give life. A woman gives her body. A woman gives her body to receive life. The man gives life. I'm going to demonstrate it here in the scripture, how the birth of Jesus came into manifestation. Because a woman gives her body to receive life. The man gives life. That woman receives the life and preserves the life. So in other words, a mother preserves the life of a baby. That's why when a man gives life, the woman can determine if that life will stay or not. She can decide, I don't want to carry this life. I can abort this life. But the man had given the life. Had given this life. So Mary could not. Is it possible for Mary to be pregnant without receiving life? So who gave Mary life? The Bible told us Mary was betrothed to Joseph. And then it was a sin 
if you commit fornication, fornication, the penalty for fornication is death by stoning. That's what it means. So then I'm going to read this John chapter 1. Let me read verse 6. I want, to, I want you to understand something that happened that gets people confused. Now, the Bible says there was a man named John who came to be to be a witness. He came to be a witness before the coming, the birth of Jesus. And for those of you who doesn't know John the Baptist, John the Baptist is six months older. His older brother, cousin, whatever nephew, whatever you can call him, to Jesus just by six months. Six months difference between the two. What was his purpose? To come and be a witness. That's why Jesus expects you here on earth to also bear him witness because he's coming back. So it's challenging and humiliating when somebody comes and question the paternity of Christ and you're unable to explain to him. Because let me, let me tell you something before I go further. Christianity is the only religion, the only religion that our God is traceable. He has genealogy. He has beginning. You can trace his lineage. He's the only religion that our God died and rose up again. Facts. He's the only religion that the story of our God was not written by one or two or three or four or five persons. But multiple writers, but their write-ups inspired 